This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And today we're continuing our series on Stewards of the Bride. Last time we talked about the two offices of kind of overseers and deacons. And today I want to talk about elders. You know, All right, the, uh, that um, office, that first overseer, office, elder. Overseer, yeah. elder office. Um, but before I do, man, I've been listening to some podcasts, listening to my favorite podcasts this week, and all my favorite podcasts, they always have sp- sponsors. Do do we have a sponsor? We do. We kind of have a sponsor. Kind of. No, we don't. No? Uh, no. Uh, in all seriousness, we've always been joking around, like, hey, we should get Chick-fil-A to sponsor us, we should do whatever, and then interrupt our thing with a commercial. So I want to do that because in a roundabout way, we sort of have a sponsor. So the guys at uh, the whole team, men and women at Charles Simeon Trust, an outstanding organization on helping people to preach well and to preach uh, exegetically, biblically, solidly, all of that. Um, and they have a great podcast, Preachers Talk, right? Which is a, works in partnership with Nine Marks. Yeah, see, they anyway, get a sponsor. I know. Like I'll, anyway, uh, so they, uh, we've had them on the podcast before. We love the relationship that we have with them. They have helped us in the ministry and the mission that we have in utah and idaho kind of through the podcast they're not sponsoring the podcast itself none of us are paid anyway there's really no need for a sponsorship but they have been incredibly generous to work with us to to work with the pastors in utah and idaho to really help open up some things for online classes and uh, we're just really excited about that so i just want a, a big shout out to them thank you if you don't know anything about charles simeon trust you really need to check that out it's outstanding and you really need to listen to Preacher's Talk if you are a preacher and you like preaching or you just are a listener and you yeah. like preaching. That's a great podcast. We love those guys. So thank you, guys. Anyway, back to the question. What's the question? Jeremy Meeks is my hero. Um, so today we're talking I about elders. I was going to throw Robert Kinney out there, but hey, whatever, man. Elders. elders. He, he's just the guy who's always trying to keep people in line on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So I feel like I can relate to him. <laughs> All right. Once All again. Right. So Jeremy Meeks me here. Throw a question out. Do it. <laughs> so let's talk about elders. What is an elder? Oh, okay. I feel like in Utah it has various terms, but well, yeah, because there's a there's a different organization that uses that term. Okay, what is an elder? Um, I think biblically, it's important that we see that word shows up in in a variety of places. Uh, I think it's important to realize that uh, that word also gets used in other ways that don't necessarily refer to. Christian church leadership in the Bible, right? You have Jewish elders, you have Jewish leaders. So um, when the word shows up, and I'm thinking of some places, I'm going to pull out a couple places here where we see it. When the word shows up, it tends to refer to a leader or leaders, I believe in a plurality of okay. elders in church, that serve the church in the shepherding task of caring for people and in the preaching task especially. So I'm thinking of Paul's letter to Titus. You know, when he tells Titus at the very beginning in chapter 1, finish the work that we started by appointing elders in every church. Right. Um, you see in the letter from Paul to Timothy, in 1 Timothy, these are the qualifications. This is 1 sure. Timothy 3 yeah. for elders. And we look at those qualifications and we realize, hey, the task here is what they're doing. We see that Paul gathers the church together and he gathers the elders uh, in the church of uh, Ephesus to to say goodbye. Um, we see that he writes letters like in in, um, in uh, Philippians to the elders and the deacons. These are basically, now I say basically, these are basically the what we would see as the, the lead pastors or 
is in some debated circles the pastors, right? It, okay. But in our yeah. context, at our church, that would be the pastors. Our pastors sure. are the elders. That's a synonymous okay. term, but that's not always the case uh, in every church. But elders are the ones that would be chiefly tasked with the same charge that Peter had, that Jesus uh, charged Peter in John 21, 15 through 19, where he says to Peter, uh, feed my lambs. Okay. And it's very symbolic. Uh, shepherd my sheep, feed my sheep. And when I say symbolic, we're talking about the shepherding illustration that comes out of places like Ezekiel 34, yeah. Jeremiah 23, Zechariah 11, Isaiah 56, right. John 10, when Jesus is like, these are my sheep. Uh, the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. That's the idea there. And then the word pastor uh, comes from the Latin verb or the Latin noun. I can't remember if it's the verb or the noun from shepherd. So we're talking about elders, and I'm using a right. lot of other terms sure. to try to help us understand who the elders are. But ultimately, they are the spiritual leaders charged with feeding and shepherding the flock, okay. preaching the word and tending to the flock. Right. Well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit, and let's kind of unpack that because words matter, right? Words, words have very meaning. Much matter, yep. And um, a lot of times, I see those words kind of thrown around: pastor, elder, overseer, bishop. It could be bishop. bishop. You know, uh, um, we I'm thinking of how it gets used. You and it. I pastor uh, a church that's uh, has ties to the Southern Baptist Convention, so we talk about the SBC a lot. And uh, just recently, this year, they've changed some verbiage in their. Uh, Baptist Faith and Message 2000. Yeah, that was a big deal. We've talked about it here a little bit. So, on the church, I'm just going to read it. They've changed. Are you reading the whole thing? I can. Should I read the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, sure. This is sure. what section of the... This is section six on the church. It says a new... Of the 2000 Baptist of Faith and Message. Of the Baptist Faith and Message okay, read 2000. Away. It says a New Testament church of the Lord Jesus Christ is an autonomous local congregation of baptized believers associated by covenant in the faith and fellowship of the gospel. Observing the two ordinances of Christ, governed by his laws, exercising the gifts, rights, and privileges invested in them by his word, and seeking to extend the gospel to the ends of the earth, each congregation operates under the lordship of Christ through democratic processes. In such a congregation... That's a lengthy thing. Are this we, is, but yeah, here but this we is good. So oh, we're we'll look at here. Okay. In such a congregation, each member is responsible and accountable to Christ as Lord. Here it is. Its two scriptural offices are that of pastor slash elder slash overseer and deacon. So right there, which we talked about last week, right. if you affirm the Baptist faith and message, if you call yourself a Southern Baptist church, you affirm two offices, right. which we said, hey, there could be three, there could be one. We talked about that last time, but you're right. saying two offices, and they are... So they've listed it now as pastor slash elder slash overseer and deacon. Which it used to say pastor, pastor not and elder, and, that, and the word pastor... Right caused tons of confusion, sure. which I think we should... It still causes confusion. I think we should deal with that in another right. podcast. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe the next one. Yeah. But anyway, so they've tried to clarify by saying it's pastor, elder, uh, bishop? No, pastor, right. elder... Overseer. Overseer. Okay. Yeah. They're saying those are synonymous terms, pastor, Correct. elder, overseer, as one office. Sure. And deacon yep. being the other office. Yeah. Okay, carry on. So then it goes on to say, well, both men and women are gifted for service in the church. The office of pastor slash elder slash overseer is limited to men as qualified by scripture. The New Testament speaks also of the church as the body of Christ, which includes all of the redeemed of all the ages, believers from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Then it's got a bunch of scripture references to back that up. Um, so my question is, after reading this and looking at this, uh, 
you know, it used to just say pastor. Now it says pastor slash elder slash overseer. Mm-hmm. So um, that in mind, do you think that they got it right? Do you think this was a good change? Do you think this clarifies uh, things or makes it muddies the waters? I think that's a good question. Do I agree with that, the synonymous nature of what they did? I mean, it's clunky reading with all the slashes. Sure. But yes, the way I understand the Bible, I think that what they're shooting for is correct. That the pastor, the overseer, and the elder, when used in those ways, biblically are all synonymous terms. Okay. You said, did it it muddy the waters? I think the, the waters are muddy, and I think this didn't clear the muddy waters because we still have quite a bit of different usages of the right. term pastor and elder and what and so what the what it used to say was there are two offices pastor right. and deacon right and so i think that got a little that got extra muddy right because i think the two offices that we see are elder and deacon right. and everyone will say well you just said they're synonymous well yes but the way they get used in english Correct. the way churches have taken that on got really weird it, so yeah. did they make a good move yes i i believe that they're making headway in the right sure. direction, um, but, but it does look like a little clear. bit like a thesaurus <laughs> or something with a bunch of synonyms there. <clears throat> and, um, and it shouldn't it shouldn't have been necessary. If it were up to me, if they really were going to unmuddy the waters, we should have changed it to their two offices, right. elder and deacon, right. and then had and have and an ongoing discussion about, like we talked about in those two offices, who fits. In these offices, within the office of elder is the pastor, or however we want to talk about that. And that's kind of what I want to kind of go to next as far as unpacking this a little bit further. Because I feel like we throw these words around a lot, and they're always interchangeably, but sometimes there's some vast differences there. So, for instance, there are a lot of churches I know of where they have pastors, but not elders, or or elders (laughs) that aren't pastors. Or you have an elder board that maybe isn't feeding or by teaching and preaching, yep. but is like make, involved in decision making, or you have a deacon board that's involved in decision okay, making, or and a pastor, right, right, or but the pastor's not an elder and he's not, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go... s- <laughs> I'm gonna say first of all, this has to go back to two offices. I said in that right. podcast, everything hinges on these two offices. Right. So, so whatever title you choose confusing or not confusing in whatever language you choose because we have these issues in other languages right Right. when you go to the greek of the new testament or when you just say these are the buckets it does help clarify that right and i think we should like i said there's there's some there's a lot of confusion around pastor because pastor comes from the shepherd and shepherding and can a deacon show a shepherding quality but now you've got that word that's also could be said pastoring, shepherding. See how it gets really confusing. And so when you, again, going back to the those two buckets, those two offices. Right. What role am I functioning in? Sure. Right? And so the elder though is the name of one of the buckets. Right. And I think and we don't use I mean, we're not walking around our church calling everybody. Yes, we'd say this person is an elder here at the church. Right. Yes. This person is whatever. We don't use titles elder so and so. We pastor is the common title. Right. But not everybody has the same definition for what that is. So let's talk about the the bucket, elder. Okay. And then let's save another podcast, maybe the next one for the muddied water of the word pastor. Okay. So, Fair enough. So when it comes to elder, which actually right. I've done a couple of pod, I've done a couple of blog posts, um, and one of them that I would recommend people turn to. This is, I mean, it's, if you go to saltybeliever.com, 
you click on search and then search for this because I don't know it's a couple years old and hopefully I still I'm pretty sure I still stand on yeah. what I wrote but uh, the the pod or the the blog post is called what's in a word question mark an exploration of what's behind elder pastor minister and deacon and it's a lengthy read I'll give you that but I I spent a lot of time really peeling back and I put the the Greek words are transliterated, so they're in English letters, so the English readers can read them. Yeah. And I gave the Strong's number, so you can do all the research for yourself. Okay. And I just walked through, here's the word, here's where we see it used, here's how some of the translations will translate it in this way and that way. And I kind of take some of the chief keywords. What do we have here? One, two, three, uh, four, like, I don't know, five or six, five words that are kind of the chief words in this discussion. And some of them are verbs and some of them are nouns. Um, you know, where we get the idea of pastor and it kind of comes from a Latin thing and bishop and where these words come from and then how they're used. And then I think it's helpful, uh, I think anyway, at the end, I, I took all those words, listed them, and then uh, as you can kind of see like, okay, here's some key places where those words show up. How did they get translated? Right, so like Acts twenty seventeen, Titus one five, uh, Titus twenty eight, and here's some of those words we use, and then you can see how the words got used. You can also see how there's you know here's a CSB, ESV, net, like who went with what translation. Right. So then you can sort of see why it can get a little confusing here or there, what the choices are. So for anybody who really wants to dig deep in this, I'd suggest going there. And then I also have another one. Uh, that it was written right around the same time. You can do the same search for elder, overseer, or pastor, question mark. Right? So yeah. anyway, in there, so your question was kind of the elder piece. Right. So when we look at the elder bucket, what's an elder? So I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to put my cards on the table and say that the shepherding illustration applies to the elder. Okay. So when when... We see the chief shepherd is Jesus in John okay. 10. And we see in the Old Testament when the shepherds were terrible and they're being rebuked. And then Jesus is saying, these are my sheep, not your sheep in John 10, referring back to like kind of that Ezekiel 34 imagery. Um, I think Jesus was highly thinking the leaders of his church okay. in that capacity, the under shepherds, we right. call them, the ones are serving in a shepherding role. And so therefore... Uh, that person who will eventually be called an elder is what we see like Peter in the feed my lamb, shepherd my sheep, feed my sheep. There's this really big shepherding imagery. Right. And David was a shepherd. And you see you see all that imagery play out so that when you get to the point of you have the apostles, right. they're in the role of leading the church. We haven't broken up into two offices yet. They, right. Maybe Acts 6 is the precursor to beginning to get some deacons in place. Then you have people coming in behind the apostles, but they're not apostles. They're not doing the same function. Sure. So that's where we see the elder role. Okay. Right? So if the elder role is that heralding, proclaiming, teaching, then we have to ask, what are the qualifications right. for that? We see that in, in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 3. Right. And we see that in Titus chapter 1. Right. And... There's a there's a reality that you have a qualified individual, a steward sure. of the church, charged to rightly handle God's word, rightly care for the church, rightly shepherd them, right? And so God has set 
the parameters, the qualifications of who would do that. And so when the, the Baptist Faith and Message says biblically qualified men right. for the role of elder, it's because they are tying back to uh, they're tying back to First Timothy three and First Timothy two, right. right? So there's a series of qualifications here. I mean, I'm I'm going to turn there and we'll just we'll look first. Uh, so in today's church. And even in the biblical church, you're saying that the elder is the person proclaiming the gospel, preaching the word, you know. Right. And so actually in three one, and I don't I probably need to pull up the the Greek, they have the word overseer in the translation I'm looking at, or bishop or pastor. So in that sense, wait a second, I think uh, I think Paul uses one word there for overseer, but then he uses elder in Titus. Right, so, right. and then he uses the same list of qualifications, really, for the most part. So what you get is, here's some synonymous overseer, elder uh, piece. Anyway, the husband of one wife, above reproach, self-controlled, sensible, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not an excessive drinker, not a bully but gentle, not quarrelsome, not greedy. He must manage his own household well, uh, uh, completely, and have his children under control with all dignity, because then there's a little parenthetical in verse 5, uh, 1 Timothy 3, 5. If anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? So sure. he knows how to manage his family, so he can help with God's family. And the goal here is how will he take care of God's church? So he's got a caring type position. He must not be a new convert. Uh, uh, let's see here. He must have a good reputation among outsiders. Uh, so you get a... You get a picture here. This is who God's calling. Right. And the question is, is this open to all men? No, it's open to only those God calls that fits his qualification. So there's not, you know, tons of, not everybody running around is an elder. Right. Only those called for the church. Okay. Then the question comes about women. Right. Can a woman serve in this role? Well, there's a couple ways to go. Some would say, and I used to hold this position, and I've kind of pulled back and see it differently. Well, the text says this person must be the husband of one wife. Therefore, it doesn't say they could be a wife or anything. Right. Therefore, the answer is no. But then that would also say could a single person. Sure. Could, I mean, does a does person have to be married? And there are people that take all those positions. But I think the text that prohibits women from serving this role is not in these qualifications, but what comes just a couple verses before in 1 Timothy 2, where at the beginning of this you have Paul talking about uh, that people should be lifting holy hands, there should be intercessions, that's in verse 2-1. Thanksgiving is being made for everyone. You have a picture here, sort of mirrors and echoes of 1 Corinthians language as well, that there's a church service, the task of the church, the role of the church. And as he's walking through that, he seems to be laying out what men and women should be doing. And then you get down to like verse 9, also the women are to dress themselves in moderate clothing with decency and good sense, not with elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls, or excessive apparel, but with good works, as is proper for women who profess to worship God. And then verse 11 and 12 starts to get really uh, spicy. Sure. It says, A woman is to learn quietly with full submission. I do not allow a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. Instead, she is to remain quiet. So it's back to that where she's learning. Okay, so she's learning, she's remaining quiet. But here's his justification for it. It's rooted in the creation. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and transgressed. Right. So I think what he's saying here is 
even though the woman ate the fruit first, she was not blamed for the sin. Right. The sin was to take care of, shepherd, guard, protect the family unit, and so the responsibility fell to the man in this case. So what I think this text is getting at is a responsibility of spiritual teaching, yeah. preaching, the role of the elder, because really what we what follows two verses later is the qualifications for the elder. Right. So I think that's where Paul's mind is. Okay. This is the elder. So this isn't like a woman cannot be a police officer because therefore she'd have authority. Or a woman can't sure. teach at a college campus even though she's the expert in the field because there might be men in the class. It's not that. It's in the church, in this role. You're saying the authority of God's word of the pulpit. The authority of God's word of the pulpit, of that feed my sheep right. ministry would fall to men. So the elder okay. is the leader of the church as qualified by scripture. So therefore we're going to see as a man who tends to his family well, who's above reproaches, all these things, who can teach, who can handle the word rightly. So, Right? That would be an elder. Right. So then can a church have more than one elder, or is only the lead pastor the elder? No, so I think that the Bible makes a good argument for a plurality of elders. Okay. We see a plurality of the apostles making decisions together. We see elders plural in reference to the church at Philippi, and when they gather the elders together, and a lot of these pieces, I think, I think a good argument could be made that... There should be a plurality of elders, and they serve in that bucket, in that office, in the teaching role. And uh, many churches have gone that route. And and like the Presbyterians actually have ruling elders and teaching elders. I'm not 100% sure how they have an argument for one over the other, some that teach, some that don't teach when the qualification says teach. And that's okay. I'd love to hear from Presbyterians. But they say in this office, in this right. bucket, we have these individuals right, right as qualified by Scripture. So... That takes us forward to, in most churches, you, you did it too. You said senior pastor. Right. Okay? So who are, the, who are the elders or who is the elder? In a church, though, that's a senior pastor, and they say he's the elder, and then has a youth pastor and six other pastors and whatever, sure. yeah. are they calling those pastors also elders? That's where See, it gets complicated. That's where it gets muddy. And, uh, and what about those who are shepherding and... And so this is the conversation right. that I think the Southern Baptist Convention is going to so, have to sort out with what they just put in their Baptist faith and message. Now, they were sorting it out, right? trying to make sense of it. I'm not sure they completely clarified right. in a way that's going to make everybody happy. Right. So it's going to be a mess for the next few which, years. <laughs> which is probably something we're going to have to talk about a little more on our next episode. Because I'd like to dive into that a little more of, you know, is every elder a pastor? Is every pastor an elder? Is, you know... that's Those are the questions that I think are worth... <laughs> so, again, though, it's helpful when you say, what buckets are we filling? Because yeah. we have... And I'll, I'll do my best when we talk about that. I have a friend, somebody who's been on the podcast a lot, you know, and just who makes a valid argument that do deacons shepherd and care for people? Do So that's the other right. office. But they're not elders, so can you say that they're... Can, a, can you have a shepherding deacon? deacon? Can a yeah. mom shepherd her child? Well, that's a verb. Can you have a deaconing elder? <laughs> can you have a... Yeah, right. So it gets really muddy because in English, we tend to use that term pastor as the leader sure. of the church. Yeah. I don't think people walk into a church and are confused and think that the senior pastor isn't the elder, right. at least one of the elders or the elder. Right. It gets confusing everywhere else, and so that's what we need to talk about. Okay. And and a lot of that is just how we use words. Words matter. How we use them matters. The yeah. challenge here is what do we do with this biblically? Right. You know, when you ask a question, and, and that's what we need to talk about, can a, can a pastor be someone who's not an elder? 
Can an elder be someone who's not a pastor? Do those words... Now, overseer, I think we can make a really good case that overseer or the bishop word, probably a really good case that 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 works really well for the word elder. Okay. The question is, is elder and pastor synonymous? Now, I've already put my cards on the table. Right. Do you, how about you? Do you think those are synonymous? I do. Okay. I think it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. And that's what gets tricky, right? Right. But, and so, so this goes back to office, right? Right. What are the roles? So when you have people that are functioning in that role, right? whatever we call them, we need to recognize that they need to meet the qualifications sure. of that role, of that bucket, of that office. If it's somebody say, well, office is, is this. Well, no, office yeah. is a, a scope of responsibility right. within the qualifications that God placed. And we talked about if you have a third office, right. God, didn't cr- exactly. God didn't create the qualifications. So right. according to the confession you read, and the London Baptist Confession and a few others, if you only have two offices, this is the set of parameters right. for whatever the person doing those those responsibilities should be doing. Elder, overseer, bishop, and yeah, probably pastor. Like that probably fits all in the same bucket. Which is so helpful because that's why we say all the time, start with God, God's word. Because this is obviously a complicated subject and it's something that we're still still being debated here two thousand years. You know, yeah. Now, I didn't give I didn't so. give that second Timothy that first Timothy chapter two Right. I didn't give that a very good treatment, but I'd highly encourage right. go down that path, take a look at it, look at the, I think it's the Pillar Commentary series on that passage. is really helpful, very, very helpful. Um, D.A. Carson talks about that in a video for the Gospel Coalition. It's okay. really helpful. It's rooted in creation. Right. There's clearly something to do with the sexes. The question mm-hmm. is, what is teaching? What is authority? And I think the way that the structure of that verse is written. I think it's te- like that could be said like teaching with authority or authoritative teaching, not just authority without teaching right. or teaching without authority. I think those go together. So I think it would behoove anybody who's trying to understand it to really yeah. dig into that verse. And yes, on the surface, it's just saying teaching and authority, but put it in the context and go, what teaching? Right. What authority? What is the context of what's being discussed? I think that's a really helpful yeah. trajectory to be on. Well, those are helpful links. And then the two resources that you mentioned, oh, yeah. uh, the blog posts were elder, overseer, or pastor. Yep. And then what's in a word, an exploration of what's behind elder, pastor, minister, and deacon. Yep. Awesome. And then uh, we also talked about, I just recommended the pillar commentary okay. uh, for First Timothy chapter 2. And the Gospel Coalition, D.A. Carson, on, uh, I don't know what that video is called, Can as, a, as an elder... A man, or I don't permit a woman to teach, sure. or something like that. You'll probably find D.A. Carson, the Gospel Coalition. I think Tim Keller's in that with him. So check out those resources along with God's Word and study this for yourself. If you have some thoughts or ideas or maybe some opinions on the subject, you can always drop us a line at saltybeliever at gmail.com. Woo-hoo. And uh, join us next week as we continue this series, Stewards of the Bride. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.